Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Possibility Podcast. I'm your host, Mel Schwartz. I practice psychotherapy, marriage counseling, and I am the author of the book, The Possibility Principle, the companion to this podcast. I hope to be your thought provocateur, and I'll be introducing you to new ways of thinking and a new game plan for life. Welcome to today's episode. There's an expression I've been using for years, which at first kind of raises people's eyebrows because they've never heard that expression, and it's called detoxing your mind. Now, we're all familiar with detoxes, cleanses. So many people participate in cleanse programs, going on fasts, um, eliminating unhealthy foods for weeks or a month to eliminate the toxins that have accumulated in our bodies, perhaps over a lifetime. These toxins and poisons drain our vitality and they limit our health. Detoxing has gone mainstream. More and more people seeking wellness. Fasting is another method toward detoxing. Another way in which we detox is through physical exercise, working out. As you know, it's endless the different modalities and approaches to working out. We are now so focused on wellness, physical wellness, taking care of our bodies, not just for vanity reasons, but health reasons, watching what we eat, detoxing ourselves. But there's such an important aspect, maybe the most important aspect that we ignore, and that is about the health and the vigor of our minds. When we learn to detox our minds from false limiting beliefs and thinking that disrupt our lives, our relationship with ourself, our harmony with ourself, and our harmony with other people. So today, we're going to go beyond detoxing in terms of diet and food and physical well-being. We're going to look at the notion of detoxing our minds. But let's start at the start. There is still a common belief which I disagree with vehemently. And that is thinking we are at the mercy of our brain chemistry. Recently, over the last few decades, neuroscience has demonstrated that our thoughts and our feelings impact our brain chemistry. They are visible. They show up in the brain mapping. If you're having thoughts of love, harmony, blissfulness, your brain chemistry looks altogether different than if you're having thoughts of anger or judgment, or self-deprecation. Thoughts and feelings inform your brain chemistry. They are at the source. Now, that's good news. That's excellent news. It means that you're in charge of your brain chemistry. Now, what do I mean by toxins of our mind, of your mind? Well, by mind, the way I'm using the term today is mind is comprised of beliefs and thoughts, and feelings. And think of it in that order. Our beliefs about ourselves and others inform our thoughts and inform our feelings. And we have to put experiences in that feedback loop too. So over the course of your life, you probably have a few primary beliefs about yourself. And these beliefs shape the way you know yourself, how you think, how you feel, 
They script the narrative of your life. But we never pause and ask ourselves about these beliefs and recurring thoughts, but they write the script of our lives. So we're going to pause and I'm going to show you now how to interact and master these beliefs and thoughts. Those beliefs and thoughts are the filter through which you see, literally. And let's add your personal experiences to that. So it's likely that you've become addicted to certain recurring thoughts that script your life. For example, self-esteem thoughts. If you think that you don't measure up, that you're not smart enough or likable enough, look at how those beliefs will impact your life. Our personal beliefs and thoughts overwhelmingly tend to become self-fulfilling prophecies. So the beliefs and thoughts that are self-limiting, that denigrate you, are simply are wrong-minded. They are what keep you from living the life you deserve. Habitual, recurring thoughts confine you to being a character and the script of your life, rather than being the author of your own life narrative. Think of these old limiting beliefs as a straitjacket that you're wearing throughout your life. Now, pause and ask yourself, what are the central themes of those limiting beliefs and thoughts? What do they tell you? How did you come to them? Right now, just choose one confining, limiting, damaging personal belief that you have about yourself. Now ask yourself, how did I come to that belief? Did I hear it from my parents, teachers in school, friends? Is it an experience or two that set up that belief? You need to learn to become in charge of your beliefs and thoughts, the master of them, not in servitude to them. So in my book, The Possibility Principle, I explain how what I call wave collapses, very, very impactful, either acute or chronic beliefs came to us through early life experiences. These are the beliefs that told us, I am good, I'm deserving, or I'm not good enough, and I'm not deserving. Out of core beliefs, you have countless, but I would argue millions of thoughts that conform to those beliefs. And the moment you have a thought, the accompanying emotion or feeling attaches. So you have a belief at the top of the triangle. You then have thoughts and feelings and experience, and we become wed to them. To break free, we need to start to re-envision this experience and how we see these beliefs and thoughts. Before I move into how to do that, here's an analogy that I think for me speaks directly to it. Vinyl records have made a comeback now, so you don't need to be of a certain age to understand vinyl records. When there's a scratch in the record, the needle, the tone arm would get stuck and it would keep playing the same music or the same lyric round and round, stuck in a groove. That's how it happens with thoughts. They tend to keep reiterating the same messages time and again. And when they do, they summon up old memories and old feelings, and they frustrate our ability to change. So this replay of old thoughts and feelings preclude us from being present or making change. We're simply replicating the past. It's a wasteful way to live our lives. As we move from moment to moment, wanting change, 
but not understanding how to achieve it. Old thought defends its territory. I'll repeat that. Old thought defends its territory. It clings, it holds on, it has a life force. So the continuous repetition of old thoughts and feelings robs us of new experiences. And it deprives us of bringing new possibilities into life. That is why we experience change is hard. And this groove of old thought, that's where fear reigns supreme. Now, learning to detox your mind helps you from being trapped in that groove. I've been looking at this problem for many years and have developed approaches and techniques to help you overcome it. An expression that I'm fond of and I believe I wrote in my book would be, if I can't see the thought, I won't be having the thought, the thought will be having me. Here's an example. Let's imagine that um, you're listening into a therapy session and I've been working with someone for quite a period of time on helping them break free of an old limiting belief about themselves. And in a moment, there's clarity, there's a huge insight, there's a breakthrough. And in that moment, one of two things may happen. That person might say, I'm free. I can see clearly. I don't need that old belief anymore. Or they might say, what's wrong with me? Why did it take me this long to see this? What a waste. You can see in that moment, are we choosing the opportunity of moving forward? Or is there an old limiting belief and thought that's keeping you stuck in the past? When you're able to see your thought, that's what I call thinking. Now, that's the goal in life, thinking. This is where you access wisdom and change. Again, thinking is your ability to see your thought. Now, you might ask, well, who am I if I'm not my thought? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to be more than your thought? Now, how do you learn to see your thought? Well, many analogies I use. One is tennis. Imagine you're playing tennis, whether you've played or not. Let's equate the tennis ball with being thought. If you hit the ball, cross the net to your opponent, as they're beginning to return the ball, you're looking at their position. You're starting to anticipate, will they hit the ball long or short to my left or right? You become anticipatory so that when the ball arrives, you're in the position to return it. We can develop the same muscle memory with thought being able to see the thought coming so you're not the thought. An exercise throughout the day, as often as possible, dozens or hundreds of times, simply ask yourself, what is the last thought I had? See it. Don't judge it. Don't engage it. See it. We want to create a muscle memory. After you have done that enough times, you'll be able to start to see your thought. So now there's a sense of me that is more than my thought. In the nanosecond before you become your next thought, you exist in a state of pure potential, absolute possibility. Everything is possible. You're no longer confined by your life history, but you can break free and create the life you choose. But you need to learn to think differently. Think. Thinking is seeing your thoughts. Detoxing your mind is achievable. First, we have to set our intention to do so. Now, 
What does it sound like to see your thought? If I'm speaking to someone, I might say, you know, while you're talking, I had a thought come up. Let me tell you what my thought is telling me. You see what I'm doing? There's a thought I'm aware of. I'm having the thought. It's telling me something. Now there's a me that is sovereign, wiser, smarter than the thought. I'm no longer limited to being my old thought. So being able to say, I have a belief. My belief has always told me that I'm a loser. I'm not lovable. I'm not likable. I'm smart enough. I have a belief. How did I come to that belief? Well, I heard it from friends, from parents. What if I hadn't heard it? What if I had different experiences? Remember, your beliefs will conform to your experiences. Seeing the belief and seeing the thought is the primary way to start to detox your mind. So as an exercise, creating a muscle memory is key, a muscle memory for thought. What's my last thought? Jot them down, write them down. And when you're having a feeling and you're in touch with the feeling, reverse it and ask yourself, what's the last thought I had that set up this feeling? See the relationship between thought and feeling. Now, in this talk with you today about detoxing your mind, this is intended to catalyze and inspire you to begin to see that detoxing your mind is key and essential to breaking free and becoming the master of your thoughts and your feelings. How do you continue this process? There's so much to learn. You can listen to my other podcasts on the subject. In addition, my book, The Possibility Principle, is the core work I've done and learning how to do this. Write those thoughts down, see them, see the feelings, start to differentiate between your sense of self and the thought. I am not my thought. Think of it this way. You can call it freedom from thought. In the space between your thoughts, there's pure possibility. And in the space between your thoughts is where your authentic, wise, fearless self resides. So, Put some energy into detoxing your mind, not just your body, but your mind as well. There is no mind-body separation. We are finally focused on the health and nutrition of our physical being, and that's wonderful progress. Now we need to do the same with our minds. Good luck to you. I'm sure you can do it. Stay in touch for more. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Possibility Podcast. I welcome your feedback on this and any episode. Please send me an email at mel at melschwartz.com or leave a comment in the show notes for this episode at melschwartz.com. If you like what you're hearing, please take a moment to rate and review the show at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your reviews really help boost the visibility for the show, and it's a great way for you to show your support. Finally, please make sure to subscribe to the Possibility Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, and that way you'll never miss an episode. Thanks again, and please remember to always welcome uncertainty into your life 
and embrace new possibilities. 